Hi, this is Day for Night with Caridad Switch, a series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry. In the Edgelands, in the wilderness. Today's episode, I'm going to read from a play of mine called Theater, a Love Story. It's a play that is published, I suspect, by the time you hear this, if anyone is out there listening, um, in Yale School of Drama's magazine called Theater in the fall 2021 issue. Uh, this play has a curious history. It's I wrote it as a, a kind of my breaking up with theater. Um, so it's a goodbye letter, love letter, love song, hate song, calling out song. <laughs> um, but it's also about climate change uh, and about how do you make things? How do you make art uh, when the world, the planet has been damaged by humans to such an extent that we are in accelerating climate change. And so what what kind of art do you make, you know, inside of not only climate change, but also cannibalistic capitalism, to use Nancy Fraser's phrase, Nancy Fraser, uh, social theorist, scholar. So the play is a is a kind of letting go, and also a remaking of the theater space. Um, it was originally produced at No Theater in Cincinnati, K N O W, No Theater, uh, as a digital world premiere transmedia production that uh, combined live and pre-recorded elements uh, shot on four different locations. Um, uh, that particular production was also a collaboration with Pones, P-O-N-E-S, Pones Dance Company in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, directed by three directors, <laughs> uh, Epic. Everything about their production is epic. Um, uh, and it was produced and premiered in February of 2021. And after that, it had a digital promenade production um, with uh, the Women's Theater Festival uh, anchored in North Carolina, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, but it, because it was digital, they were collaborators from many different parts, um, and it was a, a truly digital promenade. You know, each sort of section of the play was on a different link. Uh, the audience traveled through different kind of experiences. It was also directed by multiple directors, um, and it will be seen uh, with a company, I think it's next year um, that I know of. Um, at the company in Pennsylvania. So it, it's the play has, has started to have a life uh, after its uh, premiere of February 2021. I've been thinking about this play. Uh, so sometimes when I, 
when I'm on this podcast, which I haven't been on for a little while. I've been busy. Um, uh, you know, certain things just, as I've said in the past, certain things just kind of come up in my consciousness and I I feel like putting them in the air. So this is, um, this is uh, I'm trying to pick which section. It's, it's, a, it's a, actually a difficult play to pull from um, because it, it's kind of like one poem. Uh, one very long form poem, but uh, I'll, I'll go towards the middle, not the middle, maybe near the opening section of the play, um, which I think is probably easier to pull from than uh, other sections of it. And... Sorry, I'm just pulling through again. Just checking. Right, I'll just look at scene two. Probably the easiest one to pull from for now. This is scene two. The second person joins the first person, midst the ruins of the white room, though it is likely they were there already, witnessing. And then a second person stands up, because the first person is alone, very alone. And it's no fun to be alone. And this second person says, we hear you want to tell a story. Actually, we know a little something about stories because we've told them before. In fact, we've been in them plenty of times. How did your stories go? Well, ours were mostly about everyday things, what some people might call ordinary things, ordinary lives. Someone is born, someone learns about hands and feet, and parents, and no parents, and earth and sky, or earth and no sky, and trees and animals and insects, and saying no, and saying yes, and wanting love, and seeing the sun and the moon and wanting love, and walking with their feet on the grass and on the dirt and sand and red earth and black earth and yellow earth and water and no water and wanting love and being loved and being hurt and getting a job or no job and still wanting love and getting hurt again and fighting about stupid things and big things, and wondering what it all means, and then wanting love again, and again, and again, because they know love is not capitalism, even though there was a book once that said, maybe so, they know love will save them or heal them, or make them feel like they can climb mountains and sail oceans, even when the oceans are gone. This love will, can, do anything. It can even make them believe they will be immortal, when of course they're not, because they get sick, and the pain is excruciating, and they must pay others to fix the pain but they never have enough money. Because people say pain has value. 
and their pain is worth something, even though to them it's just pain and sickness, and they want to get rid of it and not think about it ever again. Someone says, we cannot get rid of your pain until you pay. And if you don't pay, the dead dog will come for you and bite you until you bleed. And if you refuse to bleed, the dead dog will keep biting you and chase you even in your dreams. And your debt will be so big, it will follow you to your death. And those that are left, if there are any, will have to pay the debt dog with whatever money they may have. And if they don't have money, they will have to borrow it because someone has to pay for your pain. And they think, how is it that those without pain, those that are supposed to heal others, are worse than banks? And then they get angry with and at the pain and the sickness inside them and with and at the rest of the world and the anger in this place, in this country, in this blood, in this land, eats at their souls and at the ass of the dead dog and at the lives of those around them until they forget that what they want most out of life is love. And when they remember it, if they remember it, it's too late, just as it is in all stories. And it's someone else, maybe a friend or a lover or a family member or a stranger that is left with the hole of their heart and their hands, the hole of their heart and their hands. And they will wonder, how do we even get here? Ordinary lives, then? Yes. And that's a section from Theater, A Love Story. And that's today's episode. As always, this is about, this is about you and I in this theater. You're there in the dark. I hear wondering who you are. Thanks for listening to Dave Knight. <laughs>